here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Rob McCarron. Maybe, maybe Rob's just getting a little Twitter happy with polls. Maybe. Jeff Hawkins. Rob likes his polls. I do. I like the polls. I'm, I'm a big poll fan. I mean, I, as many polls as I can get in me, I will take them. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. Instead of a quote, information for life. Want to keep cooler in the summer? Make sure your ceiling fan is rotating counterclockwise. For some reason, I've lived most of my life not knowing this. This week, Raw is the debut of Heel Cast with some Roman and Joe sass. Smoke, Smackdown, Smokedown, Smackdown is Mojo. Are you, hold wrestling. on a second. Are you <laughs> popping over that initial quote still? Like, are you, did you pop yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell what the we're doing life tips now at the start of the show about ceiling fans and rotating uh cooling fans yeah i didn't know that i, I popped myself a bit maybe i don't Is know that, i learned i like learning things rob and oh, wrestling okay doesn't no give I, me that that's, notion. that's fine but how do you how do you come to know that like if if the best way is for the fan to rotate counterclockwise were you did you buy a fan that was not rotating that way I have two ceiling fans in my apartment, uh-huh. and for some reason I was wondering, why is the air conditioning never really all that effective despite these fans blowing? So I Googled, which way should the fan blow? Man. And for heat, you do it clockwise. For cooling, you do it counterclockwise. I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know there, I didn't know there would be a difference or how that would make a difference. So was had your fans been going the wrong way? Like... Do your yes. ceiling fans can they go both directions? Yes, there's a switch on them where you where you turn it the other direction. If you turn it counterclockwise, the air blows down. When you when it goes clockwise, the air goes up. My God. Yeah. This is unbelievable news. And there's some guy who took physics in like high school that goes, I knew that. I was like, yeah, okay, great. I, I was a liberal arts major. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> that is I, oh, I mean, this is brand new information. What, uh, what other brand new information, what other life tips do you have for us? Am I putting you on, am I putting you on blast here? Like you, you gave us one really good one. Everyone's going to go check their fans. Is there anything that you've come across in the last couple of years that you were like, how did I not know that? Oh, um, (laughs) the pronunciation of banal. I used to pronounce it incorrectly, but other than that, I mean, and how did you pronounce it? Uh, banal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I just was like, I, I don't use that uh, upper crust language all the time. So it's one of those things where it's like, what? I said, come off like a hillbilly probably in most ways. No, I, you know, I, I learn by doing. And a lot of times I just, I try and do minor home repairs. It's like, Oh, that's how that works. Okay, great. I'm learning things. Like I learned how to drywall on my own, which is. That's a good fast. skill. Yeah. I, yeah. uh, I've Googled that before I have, I have tried to do YouTube, uh, search, uh, for different, many different ways. Like how do you drywall? What type of insulation should you get? Like I'm trying to know how to do things now. Uh, it's a good thing. Like I'm in my thirties. I should know how to do stuff. Yeah. That's what I fear. And my dad was a, like a handyman and a, uh, and he was like a HVAC tech and he, or facilities technician for like, uh, hospitals and stuff. So I'm like, I can rewire this thermostat on my own. <laughs> Uh, sometimes it works. Sometimes it does. I don't know if I don't know if I would trust the rewiring of things on your own. You know what really helps? Here, what? here okay, here you go. Because okay. I used to try and remember, or I used to try and write down things. Uh-huh. You have a camera on your phone. Take a photo of it before you screw it up. Yeah, there's information for life. Okay. There you- take a take a photo. There's a lot of mm-hmm. forums. You know, photos are good. They're very helpful. Take good detailed yeah. photos of things. I guess that would be the most important thing. Um, 
what else uh, what else in your intro i cut your intro off <laughs> i said okay mojo is a great wrestling actor fandango has a horse named tully and the worst written division in wwe and wither page uh, no. Oh, no, oh. no 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 okay. no 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 let's set no. the let's set the expectation here we will not be discussing page you had it on the rundown no, that you oh, sent me. No, I did not. No, I you did not. Did. Check the text again. What did I have in the rundown, sir? What did I have in the rundown? The Del, Del Rio, Rio suspension. suspension. That's right. That's right. Del oh, Rio. Listen. You're big ticky tack. Okay. You're well, big- no, not ticky tack. And I will say, uh, you are absolutely correct. Mojo, great wrestling actor. We'll get into that. Let's start here. Can I finish my intro? Nope. It's officially done. (laughs) It is officially done. Let's start right here. All right. Alberto Del Rio, the former Alberto Del Rio, Alberto El Patron, has been suspended by Global Force Wrestling TNA Impact Wrestling. Okay. He has been suspended for investigating. Uh, There there are pending investigations. There's a lot of hoopla. There's a uh, a lot of worry, a lot of concern over the last week about the domestic situation between Alberto Del Rio and his uh, fiance, former, I guess, current WWE superstar Paige. Uh, fiance. Fiance. A lot of concerns, a lot of, a lot of uh, accusations back and forth in the media, a lot of eyewitness reports, um, what seems to be a troubling and sad situation. Um, and, and, I, and I don't want to focus on the situation itself uh, okay. because we don't know. We don't, obviously don't know all the facts. And Paige no, came out today. I, 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 it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, what is he suspended for? Right, so I assumed right, right, you right. wanted to talk about it. That's my fault. Not, okay. not so much the suspension, because here, here's the thing. Not everyone knows all what's going on. You had Paige out here, out there today uh, defending Alberto, and it obviously seems like a volatile situation. And the only thing coming from my perspective here is I hope that both people find happiness, and it sounds like they're going to find happiness elsewhere from each other, because right now it's just... It's just trouble and worry from all different angles. Uh, you, you hope Paige has a wonderful life. You hope Alberto has a wonderful life. If the best way to do to do that is for them to be apart from each other, hopefully both of them find a way to be apart from each other. If the best thing in their life is going to be together, then make it work and be together. But that's not that's not what I wanted to focus on. We have the suspension now. TNA is suspending him for just the news being out there, the the uh, the incidents that have happened. The question is, is it an empty suspension? Global Force Wrestling just taped a whole month and a half, two months worth of television where Alberto Del Rio appeared. They don't run house shows. They don't have a pay-per-view coming up. It would be a month and a half before he even works for them again, by which time any suspension, maybe they're just hoping all this blows over in any direction because it's a month and a half from now where he would actually work for them again. Was this an empty suspension from GFW. Yes, because you are innocent until proven guilty. They're going to suspend him and then they're gonna they're gonna see if it blows over. If it doesn't, they strip him of the title and you have world heavyweight champion Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> it just I you know, it's they can always just tape something or tape or they can just say that they've stripped him, or they can actually just be truthful and go, Hey, look, we've suspended him. We have these shows that have been taped since. I mean, they, they don't need to have the the veneer that they're running actually live from week to week. You don't have to do that in wrestling. God knows they never they didn't do that a lot during the uh, territory era. So it, it's not a must that it's ooh this is live and fresh from week to week and this is happening in real time. They can always just come up and go look we've suspended him or they can edit out his segments. They they have plenty of options. Well, that's here. What, I I don't think they're going to do that though. I don't think they're going to no. edit out the segments. That and, well, and that's they, what I'm worried about. I, I you know they suspend him. They announce he's suspended, but that's a suspension from working in real life. Right. Like, like we don't have anything. That's why I feel like this is almost an empty, an empty gesture because a month and a half from now, it's probably going to be settled. Either this is not in the news anymore, either they're no longer together or they are married, you know, who knows, or they of are, course it is. they are happy uh, together. It, it's just, it's, it's, it's empty. an empty gesture. It's, yes. Because they're, what they're trying to do is get ahead of the optics that you get ahead of the optics by suspending him and then 
later apologizing. But if you don't suspend him, then you get the, why haven't they done anything? He's been accused of this terrible thing. They should really do something. How can they have a man like this to, and the instances chatter, you act now, you, you get ahead of the scandal and then you see what happens. He's uh, right now. Alberto Del Rio is being investigated over an incident Sunday in Orlando uh, involving Page, they have audio up at TMZ uh, about a uh, about what may have been going on there. Uh, but but GFW didn't really. I mean, they say the suspension is effective immediately, but again, I don't think they're going to remove him from TV. It's just like you're not going to work for us right now until until something else happens because of this, and maybe something else happens. Maybe there's an arrest. I mean, maybe other things happen. Uh, but right now it just seems like, okay, we'll do something. And yeah, maybe they are in a tough spot because if they don't do anything, yeah, it looks bad. But right mm-hmm. now it's not like what they're doing looks, looks great. I mean, we're suspending no, him from but, no well, work, but it's, you know, it doesn't have to look great. It, look, it doesn't, ha- it's not an admission of guilt to suspend a guy while he's under investigation or while they clear out the thing. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Do you? Do you feel bad at all for Jeff Jarrett or Anthem or for for GFW? Uh, it's weird calling them that. They uh, calling them no. that right now. Do you no, feel- because they they knew Del Rio came okay. with baggage. They okay. knew that he had these attitude problems. That he had these, you know. I mean, that he, he smacked around a writer backstage, didn't he? Yeah. So I mean, you yeah. know, that this has been known to happen. But do you um, feel <laughs> uh, do you feel bad at all at this aspect that okay, Global Force Wrestling they. Uh, they rebrand TNA to Global Force Wrestling. The show now is Impact Wrestling. The promotion is Global Force Wrestling. But their first mainstream PR, their first mainstream press, really, is this Alberto Del Rio situation. Nothing positive. It's it's a negative story. Their first ever branding under the GFW. It hurts. I have run out of pity okay. for this company because of the whole Hogan thing. So, I mean... Look, if, if you don't learn these mistakes, if you're just looking for names from the WWE to help prop up your product, I, I've run out of I've run out of F's to give. How about <laughs> that? I I hope they do the best. I want every guy in there to make a ton of money. But if they're going to have the same structure as you know, if they're going to be sports entertainment light and they're going to take out off the problem children off of Vince McMahon's hands. This is what they're going to get. If do you think, is there a chance that Alberto Del Rio does not wrestle for GFW anymore? There's a very good chance of that. Really? Yes. So you're saying that GFW might be hiring a new world champion. I, I don't think they'll hire one. I think they'll find one within. Well, if they are looking to hire <laughs> global force wrestling should give zip recruiter a try. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? It's at ZipRecruiter, ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike any other job site, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. They can find you a new world champion. If your world champion goes crazy and you need a new one, ZipRecruiter, so many candidates, so many candidates for being world champion. Jeff, do you want to be a world champion one day? Yes. Do you really? <laughs> I expected a deadpan no. Instead, I got a deadpan yes. I guess, I guess that's what they say. Never, never, ever ask a question you don't know the answer to. Yeah, that's the first rule of law school. Uh, no juggling emails or calls to your office, everybody. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Right now, our listeners here on Shake Them Ropes can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. You can try it right now free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com shake. That's ZipRecruiter.com shake. One more time, try it free, ZipRecruiter.com slash shake. Try it, everybody. Maybe Global Force Wrestling will try it as well, finding a new, uh, finding a new champion out there. And don't be, don't, be, uh, don't be hating on this, all right? Because they have recently, ever since Jeff Jarrett came back and Anthem came back, they've 
really just changed over their roster in a lot of ways. Yes. I mean, hell, no. Alberto Del Rio is a new guy. They have been they going have, out there. They got the database of 100,000 names. <laughs> they've made quite a few good changes. They've, they've had a few missteps here in terms of talent that was already there before the switchover, in my opinion. Like, your Trevor Lees and Andrew Everett's are now, like, losing in, in matches. But, you know, they're fine. They're, yeah. I mean... The new guys from a year ago are now the old guys. Yeah, it, it, it's new toy syndrome. And, look, they're trying. I give them that. Slammiversary got pretty darn good reviews from everything I heard. And, hey, D'Angelo Williams may do something for them. That uh, that was a big story. I, I'm surprised how little attention it got outside of wrestling and honestly how little attention it got in wrestling this is this is a star running back like when pac-man jones came into tna wrestling mm-hmm. it was a huge deal hold on hold d'angelo on. williams Here. is a star running back who has been a starter on the pittsburgh steelers within the last two years both years when right and you know when they had injuries and whatnot this is a star running back a history in the nfl who jumped right into wrestling and it seems like it got no mainstream attention at all okay why do you think that is? I Because Global Force Wrestling and TNA and Impact Wrestling and all that is so far below what they've ever been. Like they most, they might have the best financial stability they ever had, but they're also the least popular they've ever been. Okay. It doesn't run on ESPN because ESPN has a partnership with their main competitor. I get you, Fox, but. And Fox Sports has a podcast dedicated to the WWE. Oh. I don't think the podcast thing has anything no. to do with it. You no, would, but they have media working relationships. It's an Let's NFL star running back. He's he, he's not a superstar prime, by any means. Yeah, no, he's not a superstar, and that's why. And 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 it's because he is a couple years off of his prime. He's I a few that, years off of the prime, but I mean, man, this this is a guy two years ago was starting games and was a. I, he, I agree in theory. He was a I fantasy agree back. It should have been. He was a fantasy. Should have been a bigger story because. As opposed to the mainstream press that, say, a Lawrence Taylor got for his WrestleMania debut, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Williams looked great, I thought. Oh, sure. In what yeah. I saw. I mean, he looked competent. He looked better than Pac-Man Jones did, too. And Pac-Man Jones is on my team. So there you go. <laughs> oh, you fantasy players. Uh, to complete. No! He's a Cincinnati Bengal. I don't play fantasy football. Oh, I'm not one of those. That's right. He's a Bengal. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the Bengals. You see Corey Fantasy. Dillon. Uh, no, what is the fantasy name? fantasy sports? Uh. You guys, D and D for people who don't want to think of themselves as nerds. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> to complete the Global Force Wrestling trifecta, we might as well just get on this topic right now. Uh, okay. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. A series of tweets from Matt Hardy's wife again today. It seems like the Global Force Wrestling. And Hardy's uh, fight over the broken gimmick is not close to being over. Still going on, still troublesome. Jeff Jarrett claiming in a uh, teleconference today that they own the broken Hardy's gimmick and they are not handing it over. The Hardy's saying that there was an agreement in place and now it's been broken up. Uh, yeah, this thing ain't if, ending anytime soon. It doesn't look if there like. Was, yeah, if there was an agreement, <laughs> they took it off the table as soon as they started putting the branding on WWE television. I don't well, think there was I don't think there was an agreement. I think there might have been a oh well we'll consider it. Type there's of. First of all, they haven't put the branding on WWE TV. No, but you know what I'm saying, they made references to it without stepping over that line, and that would anger anybody that owns that intellectual property. And let's get into that now because I've I've tweeted, I've said on the show, I don't think the broken gimmick is ever coming to WWE. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, that's not what I'm commenting on. Whether you like it, whether you don't like it, that's not what I'm commenting on. I'm I'm just commenting on the fact, will the broken gimmick be in WWE? And I don't think it will. And after this Monday on Raw, a lot of people were tweeting at us at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. A lot of people tweeting out, a lot of people talking about it. Oh, this is where the Hardys become broken. Oh, did you see that promo? The the broken gimmick is coming. They they're bringing it in. That promo on Monday. What I got from that was that that's the end. The Hardys know the broken gimmick is never coming to WWE, and that's what they were telling you in that promo, is that they are never going to be the broken Hardys in WWE. Literally, like if you want to read literal things from a promo, and you probably shouldn't ever do that, but if you want to read literal things from that promo, he said, we might be a little bit stitched up. We might be a little bit battered. We might be a little bit broken. Oh, a minor crowd pop. But we 
are not going anywhere. The Hardy Boys are not going anywhere. He was literally saying, we're the Hardy Boys. We're not the broken gimmick. We're not going to be the broken gimmick. The Hardy Boys are what's in WWE. I don't think we're seeing that promo. And when people ask me on Twitter, how confident do you feel now? It seems like it's coming in. I feel the most confident I've ever been. Okay. Be confident. I think you're wrong. I don't think we're getting the broken gimmick. I think... Now watch well, this. we discussed that on Sunday, right? We discussed that it may yeah. not, they may not be called broken Matt Hardy, obviously, but they might they're be some be called, form of that. They're going to be called the shattered Hardy. I just don't think it's happening either. They just a shatter machine. Yeah, I, sure. I, I took a whirlwind from that because on Sunday we agreed that that could be, that could happen. Like they could be uh-huh. the shattered Hardy. So they could be some type of gimmick where, you know, they're a different, they have a different feel. They have a different speaking style. Really the key would be if Matt Hardy goes to that speaking style ever. Cause to me, it's not the broken Matt Hardy name. That is that gimmick. It's if Matt Hardy becomes outside of himself and he starts that speaking style he had in TNA. That's the gimmick. No matter what they call him, that's the gimmick. That gimmick. I don't think we're ever going to see Matt and Jeff Hardy will speak how they normally speak as Matt and Jeff Hardy. I don't believe that gimmick's ever coming in and I feel super confident about it. I don't, I went from agreeing with you on Sunday to seeing that promo to thinking on Tuesday, they are never going to not be the Hardy boys in WWE. Even if they split off separately, they're never not going to be the Hardy boys. Yeah, no, I, I, mm, I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. It's going to be something that they can leave as intellectual property for WWE. Once they leave there, um, because they can't do the pure broken gimmick in WWE without making a deal to license it. And they're never going to get it from Anthem. So, I mean, I, I think there's a character change coming here. That's all I I'm ever confident in about this. There is a change coming in the character. The, I don't know how much of it, it right. is, but it will be there. And the other issue is how much of a shelf life do the Hardys have in WWE just because of the states of their their yeah obviously their age Matt Hardy's health like do we really see them being in WWE for another three or four years to have time to create new gimmicks like are they going to be in there long enough to not be the Hardy Boys because they can be the Hardy Boys for another year yeah there's another question you have does Vince see Jeff Hardy as having one more singles run I and and with the with the up and coming of Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman and AJ Styles and and other names that might be coming in from the from the NXT realm. I don't know if even if he thinks he could have another run, do you want to put the faith on Jeff Hardy, a 40-year-old Jeff Hardy to have a singles run in WWE again? Or at least to build him up enough to feed him to one of to, those guys to make it look yeah. like it. Well, to be anything more than like Intercontinental Champion, are you going to put Jeff Hardy in the title picture? Right. Like I don't think that's true. And we saw it with the Dudley Boys kind of. The Dudley Boys came back, they did their nostalgia gimmick. They were the Dudley Boys for a year. And when the time came for Devon to get the for the uh, Devon to get the agent job and for Bubba Ray to go as a single, they just released him. They didn't mm-hmm. use him as a single. I see the same thing happening for Matt Hardy. I don't think they're going to, you know, change his dynamics so differently that he's going to be broken. Matt Hardy that he's going to basically be Gold Dust in WWE. Gold Dust has that gimmick already. All right, I'll I'll, I'll concede the point. I mean, I I. I'm interested to see where they go with it, but yeah, I know I, I don't and think I'm, it's going to be a full on gimmick. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so either. And I don't, I don't think we're ever going to see the broken Matt Hardy and I'm not trying to beat the dead horse here. I'm only mentioning on this week's show because I got, you know, they referenced it on oh, yeah. Monday, no, but that I, referencing I, I was them putting it past. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was them putting it past them. I feel. And, and rightfully so. Cause I, I don't think the crowds everywhere are going to really react to it. Even if he did it. I don't know if it would be as popular as some people think or remember it being. Um, I mean, it didn't light TNA on fire. It was the most interesting thing happening in TNA, but it's not like it lit the tor- the territory up. I look, I, I got to step back and into that argument because I think you're looking at different standards for entertainment. I, I just think the W this is what the WWE audience kind of wants. They don't want great wrestling. They want that stuff. So it would it would be over huge. I do I do I know or think that it would lead to, you know, that kind of mainstream buzz that goes to ratings? Probably not. I think you'd probably get a lot of lapsed fans who checked in who remember other skits that were like that, that, you know, 
would view it fondly, but do I look at it as a ratings juggernaut to drive the entire WWE business into more positive territory? No. I You say the WWE fans would be really into it and it would be over huge. I think it would be interesting the first time and then Matt Hardy has a 10-minute singles match and it would be dead. It would be killed dead because Matt Hardy in Why a would singles you do match. That? That would no, but that wouldn't be taking care of what what brought you because, to the dance. Because that's what WWE does. Everyone I has just, ten minute singles matches. I just said that to you. I just said they don't care about great wrestling matches per se, except for the big paper. Oh, I I don't know, man. I think the WWE audience cares that you can provide entertainment in the ring, and that's why Braun Strowman is getting over how he is because his matches haven't sucked. Oh, oh no. He's over because he's a big monster who kills people. He is. That's not, that's he's not, that's, he's over because he's a big monster who kills people, but his matches haven't been boring. Because what no. kills a lot of the big guys in WWE, what killed Tensai? His matches were boring. What killed Heidenreich? His matches were boring. What killed North Nathan Jones? His matches were boring. They were bad in the ring. Braun Strowman, now granted, he's gotten a lot of help. The Roman Reigns matches have been a lot of Roman Reigns, okay? And a lot of a lot of squashes here and there. But his matches have not sucked. He has not gone in there and laid an egg in the ring. Because if he did, I think the crowd would really respond negatively to him. And I don't trust Matt Hardy to go out there for a 12 to 15 minute singles match and do anything that's worthwhile. Oh, I think you're 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 dismissing that the fact that Tensai and Heidenreich's hooks absolutely sucked. I mean, I, I think I think yeah, okay, that, that too. That, yeah. Okay. I mean, let, let's I mean, all all Braun was was monster. That's all you needed, a monster that destroys crap. You had Tensai being this. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I don't even want to go into it. It was so bad. I No, let, let's let's move on. All right. Uh, at some point on this WWE podcast, we should probably talk about WWE. Yes. Um, so let's talk about some New Japan G1 predictions, huh? <laughs> I got uh, I got Koto Ibushi. Who you got? Daryl. <laughs> Daryl and Yano in the finals, putting on a six-star classic. Who? Daryl, the cat, the stuffed cat. The hell are you talking about, son? Daryl, the stuffed cat. Yes, you don't know who Daryl is? Uh, Part of Los Ingobernables? Oh, uh, Takahashi's cat? Yes, Takahashi's cat. Yeah. Um, Okay. It's going to be him and Yano. It's going to be him and Yano. And an eight star knockdown classic. Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes, former WWE star. Let's keep this on WWE topics, huh? Yeah, this is this is a real stretch we got going on. Cody Rhodes is battling War Machine for the uh, for the IWGP Tag Team Titles on the last day of the G One. What do you think about that? Is Cody going to be a champion in New Japan one way or another? Who's his partner? Adam Page. No. Probably not. Probably not. Oh boy. Um, what do you want to talk you about? You are really you are really stalling to get into WWE. So I'll give you one oh, more. I'm not, I'm not stalling. You were, Go ahead. Last last week you read off Bola entrance. I did. I got my wish. I'm getting a South Pacific power trip match, I think, at Bola, because both members are in Bola. There so you go. I am stoked. There you go. Good okay. for you, man. <laughs> I'm all happy okay. for you. Are you going Here's to Bola? My, I'm going to try and at least one night. If, if if the South Pacific Power Trip are on there for one night, I'm going to that night. The tournament itself, I don't need all three. I don't need to be a completionist here because I think the tickets are going to be like 100 bucks for general admission or standing room and 150 for front row. And I'm like, oh, man, man 150 yeah. is light. I think you're getting $60 per. No, I meant 150 per show. Oh, my God. Is that what they were last year? They were a hundred and seven and a hundred and seventy-five for the tiers. Yeah, it would what? cost it would cost you three hundred bucks for the front row for all three shows. That last year, yeah, because last year they were eighty, right? I don't know. They I don't were, remember what they were. I don't. No, remember what but, they were. well, then then or then sixty. I thought they were sixty they, last year. I thought they were sixty. No, last. no, no, no. That was two years. That's ago. crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. All right, um, but hey, if you're gonna go, I guess you uh, you got to go. I mean, right, I'll here. I'll watch Ebola. I'm going to watch Ebola in August. It's called NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. Here is my big, hot, steaming take from this week in WWE. The SmackDown women's division is the worst division of any show on WWE. They don't know what the hell, hell to do with them. I mean, another five-way elimination match. Dear 
God, another. I was let's just so put angry at this. We got. I was. Oh, who's uh, who's Naomi wrestling for the title? Um, that is who they're determining because they are doing a five-way uh, elimination number one contenders match because they don't know how to write simple one-on-one feuds with these women. These women could go into a room and write their own division better than these people write their division. This is literally what the match was, if I'm not mistaken, two pay-per-views ago, right? Before Money in the Bank. It was these um, five. Maybe not Lana. Lana wasn't in it because she was the challenger for Naomi. I Carmella was that in was, it. That was not an elimination. That was a... Just a fatal five-way? Of, yes. All right. No, the, no. what it was, it was like a uh, six-woman tag team or something like that. I don't know. Okay. There, there was some... Yeah, it was the uh, Charlotte... And, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. All women is, have to. All women have to be in all segments at all times because they don't want to write or grow this division. They don't. I mean, you got Charlotte in these multi-woman matches, and at least this one's for a title shot. Uh, we had the same problem that we had uh, just a couple of pay-per-views ago. Naomi possibly not being. It was a Money in the Bank. Like we were wondering, will Naomi actually be in a match? And then they brought in Lana. Here we are. Lana's in the five-way now. Carmella is not. Is Carmella going to wrestle at Battleground? Is Carmella going to wrestle Naomi? And who is Naomi going to wrestle? Because you have Tamina and Lana both in that five-way elimination match. Who's left? Mm -hmm. Who's left on the SmackDown side? Let's see. You have uh, it's five people. It's it's Becky, Charlotte, Lana, Tamina, and Natty. Yeah, I don't. I mean, if Carmella's not in this match somewhere, I don't know who you put in there. Oh, Carmella's going to be on commentary. I guarantee you she's going to be on commentary somehow. Yeah. So uh, hopefully Naomi gets a match. I mean, uh, hopefully she defends the championship against someone. I don't know who it would be. I don't know who it would be. Uh, right now, for Battleground. Uh, well, they have... wrote off Alicia Fox on 205. Yeah, it kinda. seems like. Yeah. Even, although Chris Novembrino with the with the mood's brilliant, brilliant observation. He of uh, Lucha of the Hidden Temple podcast on Voices. Uh, he said, you know, Alicia Fox is basically the mid-card title on 205. And I right. just went, that that's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> AJ Styles and Kevin Owens. AJ defends the U.S. title. You got Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin. You have the fatal five-way elimination match on for the uh, number one contendership to the WWE SmackDown women's title. Uh, John Cena and Rusev in a flag match just out of nowhere. The Usos versus The New Day. And Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton in the Punjabi prison match. So still a spot for one or two matches there, a Naomi title match, uh, something with uh, something with Chad Gable and Jason Jordan. Maybe you got Fandango. You have the fashion police. You have Mojo Raleigh and, and uh, Zach Ryder. It seems like that tag team is destined to break up very, very soon. Um, this Kurt Angle gimmick, Ah, good. I'm glad you got into this. He he closed Raw by speaking to someone on the telephone. Uh, you know, Corey Graves has been all up in Kurt Angle's business. And seemingly, Kurt Angle now has to face the music. And he was on the phone. He is calling someone, telling them he loves them. And to be at Raw next week in Nashville because they have to face the WWE and they'll take whatever repercussions come from whatever they end up doing my question to you jeff and don't get this answer wrong who is kurt angle bringing to raw on monday i have no idea <laughs> that's my answer because i'm thinking either illegitimate child or person he was sleeping with to get there that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking they're gonna pull that crap you have, uh, it's just weird because it's not like they're hyping it up huge. I mean, this was the a last little final minute of Raw. Like if you had flipped off the television during the celebration on the main event and like didn't know there was going to be another little small segment, you might have missed this completely. Yeah, and it's one of those things where paying attention isn't going to get you any points. Because there's no continuity in stories. None. No like, one knows like, what the like, hell's like, going like, on. Yeah, like if I were watching and I was thinking about it, I'd go, well, let's go back to the past of the shows and watch and go, oh, well, maybe it's Charmel, Booker's wife, and then Jason Jordan is his kid. That, I don't well, know. That, you could do that. So these are I the... Think it, here's, 
you know what? Mm-hmm. I think it revolves around Bailey. That's because popular that theory. Would make, that would make the Corey Graves involvement make sense. That is a popular theory. I will tell you the uh, the Bailey thing, where Bailey could be his illegitimate daughter. Uh, that is gaining popularity. It could also explain why Kurt Angle was so protective of Bailey at Extreme Rules, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that he knew this all along, but wasn't going to say anything. Uh, so it could be that Bailey is the star. Now, the problem I have with that, okay, is if he was talking to Bailey on the phone. Bailey, no, he wasn't. He was talking to the mom. All right. And who's the mom going to be? Dixie Carter. I don't know. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is. Re- Who was Kurt Angle? Now, could the mom be Stephanie? Because uh, one popular theory is that it's Stephanie McMahon, heard that, that would too. really be yeah. out of nowhere. Yes, that would be out of nowhere. They could bring back up the Triple H Stephanie love triangle. And maybe that's who's. But that I, eh. they're not going to make Stephanie sympathetic. And whoever he was talking to, they were sympathetic about. So I, I just I I I don't know. And I think it's going to disappoint. How about that? I think it'll disappoint. Oh, I am. Maybe it'll disappoint anyone who's reading too much into it. I think they purposely made it a the final story, segment. The, the story will be disappointing because it will lack depth. It'll be for shock in there, some way. There are five people that it could be, oh. and only five. These are the only right. five names that Kevin Nash could have been talking to. Number one, Bailey. Number two, and I'll give you if it's someone involved with a Bailey reveal, whatever. Okay. It's about Bailey. Number one, mm-hmm. about Bailey. Number two, Jason Jordan, the yes. illegitimate son theory, just, you know, the Bailey, but with a son could possibly be it as well. In fact, there's many prominent reporters, if you will, out there kind of teasing that it'll be Jason Jordan. So not a spoiler. Who knows? No one fucking knows what's going to happen here. But Jason Jordan could be. And could that be why Jason Jordan's been kind of kept off SmackDown lately? And they've given yes. Chad Gable the singles matches. OK, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Number three. Kevin Nash bringing the main <laughs> event mafia back. Okay. Kurt Angle's got the power on raw. He loves Kevin Nash. Who doesn't? He could be bringing Kevin Nash back and raw. They'll just have to deal with the repercussions because no one there is going to want Kevin Nash back, but Kurt Angle has the power. Kevin Nash. You think, no, you think he said, I love you like that. They bring Kevin Nash. Oh, yeah. I've, no. I've said it many times in my dreams. You're trolling me now. Okay. Who's are your four and five Tino Sabatelli and who? Number four, number four, (laughs) Stephanie McMahon. I think you got to put Stephanie McMahon in the list of people it could be. All right. Yes, I agree. And number five, Hulk Hogan. In fact, I put put Hulk Hogan number one on the list. I think it's going to be Hulk Hogan. Bring, Bring Hogan back. He loves him. Who doesn't? Hulk Hogan, greatest name in the history of our great sport. Why would it ruin his career? Could ruin his career. He's bringing back Hulk Hogan, the guy who was unceremoniously uh, fired from WWE, the guy who's gone through many, many embarrassing uh, public displays of bigotry and small dickishness. I mean, Hulk Hogan is embarrassed right now, and it could ruin the career of Kurt Angle. Okay. All right. Then what does Corey Graves have to do with it? Uh, Corey Graves was just a big Hogan fan in his youth. (laughs) Okay. That's Shelton all. Benjamin? How about that? I don't think it's going to be Shelton. I thought about that. I think there's 0% chance it is Shelton Benjamin. Here's the only reason I considered it Shelton Benjamin was because, remember, Stephanie had that, we're going to write more gay characters for our show, and the, there's a relationship between Kurt and Shelton that they bring on to try and pander somehow. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm Seriously, dreading though. This, I am dreading this segment. I really am. Yeah. Seriously, though, who would you... Uh, if you had to, if I gave you $50 and I said, bet it wisely, it's not even your money. You just want to put it on the one you think will get you the biggest return. Who do you think is going to be the reveal on Monday? Stephanie McMahon. I will go with Jason Jordan. Okay. I think there's a lot to the Jason Jordan aspect. If they want to make him a somewhat of a big single star, you put him on Raw, you get Kurt Angle behind him. It could explain the distance Chad Gable and Jason Jordan have had on SmackDown to the point where they haven't mentioned American alpha much at all in the last three months. No, that's true. But they put him on TV, which in that stupid battle Royal that they did, which drove me a bit nuts. Well, you got to use him. him 
You got to use the guy. What are the chances it's just Gable? And then they, they making this singles push. I think that's too easy. And then, and then they'll bring him over as like the free agent or some other. Well, I, I think they're bringing Jason Jordan over in that rate, you know, in that regard. And who would, now, who would be the mom? Charmel? Well, I don't know who the mom would be. I don't know and if we'll get a any mother. Booker. I don't know if we'll get a mother. Text, he was texting Corey, so that Booker one. Why does it have to be Charmel? Because she was an on-screen character and would bring, bring you know, life to the product. I don't know. Okay. I don't, uh, I don't buy that one. I don't buy it. And because, because of the, the former angle between Angle and Charmel during the Attitude Era. Yeah. I think Jason yeah. Jordan. I think that's what okay. uh, we're going to see. But who knows? I'd be fine I with mean, that. I'd be fine, but I think, I think that's a go-nowhere angle. All you people who hang out the airports, you know, text us if you see Kevin Nash. Because I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope it's Kevin Nash. I would be, the, the one that would interest me most would be Hogan. Oh, that'd be, because I'd that'd like, be hyped. On the same week where one federation suspends their champion, WWE brings their disgraced former mascot back. Yeah. Mm. You, would, you would love that, wouldn't you? I, w- I don't think he'd be received positively. Do we have not to? By, not by the crowd, but by, by the zeitgeist media. Mm. On the, the zeitgeist. Yeah, it's big words. No, oh, that was a big word. It has the letter Z in it, I'm pretty sure. I'm uh, pretty sure it has some other things in it as well. Um, what else from Ron's? Oh, oh, you know what? I have a question for you. Cass? Are we going to go there? Yeah. Uh, are we going to go Cass? No, he's tall. He should be the yeah. next world champion because he's tall. Mm. Why does he feel he can win the world title? Because he's tall. Jeff, that pro- that no, my only note was that promo didn't kick in until three quarters of the way through when Big Show came out and, and Cass was actually angry. Other than that, he's getting some poor coaching. But go ahead, poor coaching, poor coaching. Um, no, I was uh, I was going to go into something else. Braun Strowman, go for it. Braun Strowman was walking away from his attack by Roman Reigns with the mm-hmm. ambulance. Uh, he was limping ever so gingerly, but he was going off on his own. Now we did not see him on Raw. WWE came out with a statement saying that he is alive. Okay. He's not dead. My question though, is with the drifter, pretty much, pretty much not drifting around Elias Sampson, just wrestling and working steadily on the raw brand Mm -hmm. and Braun Strowman, just kind of wandering the deserts of Texas injured, hopefully still alive, but no one really knows for sure. Is Braun Strowman now the drifter? Walking the earth like Kane from Kung Fu. I mean, yes. if if Braun Strowman just showed up on SmackDown next week on Tuesday, just like dehydrated and super tanned, you know, sunburnt basically, and is is dizzy, he doesn't know really where he is, and just starts showing up on different shows as he makes his way back to Raw, like that would be a drifter gimmick this world can get behind. Mm. Does he stumble through the crowd or down the ramp during Raw during the Joe? Roman Reigns match. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, which which one? Uh, both. Crowd or music? Okay. Crowd. Crowd. He's just wandering around. Like, how did he yeah. even get in the building? He doesn't have a ticket. He's almost dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he wanders around like this. Someone needs to explain it to me. I hope he's not off TV for long. I want him back. I, I think you're him getting missing. him back next. You're getting him next week. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I uh, can't miss me anymore, Braun. Um, Kevin Owens is not the U.S. champion anymore. AJ Styles is. We got John Cena and Rusev going at it on Battleground. Uh, is John Cena going to wrestle a Raw guy on SummerSlam? Or is he going to be wrestling a SmackDown guy? And who could that be? Ooh, I think it might be. I think, oh, jeez. Because right now we do don't you think know. Do you think they're doing Reigns Lesnar at SummerSlam? Or do you think they're holding it off? Well, it that, looks that's like the question. it. It looks like because okay. we got Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns in a number one contendership match. Go figure. The I two guys, you know, the two what? guys, by the way, who lost on it's the pay per view on Sunday. Joe Cena. Ooh. Ooh, Joe Cena. There you go. There's That's my an pick. interesting one. I I didn't even think of that one. That's a good call. What if uh, I, I mean, maybe if you do have Kevin Owens win the U.S. title from AJ and then you do Owens and Cena or maybe you do AJ and Cena in the uh, in the dream match again, if you will. There are some other options. 
I don't know how likely they are. I want a new Kevin Owens gimmick, by the way, based on his Twitter from today. Did you see that tweet he did? I did not. Explain it to me. Okay, he says, uh, let me get up the exact tweet because, well, I I can't, but uh, with time, but uh, basically that he's going to win his title back and he's going to do it for the children. Oh, which children, Kevin Owens. I want Kevin Owens, hero of the children. Not only the face of America, but hero to children everywhere. Like Gamera, the giant turtle. That's what I want. Kevin Owens on July 11th tweeted, Tonight I begin my path to reclaiming my title and promise to everyone, but more importantly, the children, that I will get it back. Hero to children everywhere, Kevin Owens. Come on. He is the hero to children. Anything else from Raw and SmackDown really get your goat this weekend? Uh, no, I thought Mojo did a good job. Mojo uh, Raleigh, man. I mean, you're you're telling him he's being a, a serious guy now, at least. Uh, he is great at being... He's better at being a serious guy than he is that goofy hype dude. Like, what I'm worried about now is that he's going to go too maniacal. Like, he's going to do the Samoa Joe facial expressions, and he's going to be, like, super evil guy when he finally turns on Zack. I just oh, want him to be this evil. Mojo. When he goes evil, they're gonna make him chew scenery. That's gonna be oh, that's gonna be ooh no 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 no. This is this is but but for right now, let's just enjoy it for what it is. Now the only other thing from WWE overall was that caught my interest is May Young starting this week. May Young, uh, the tournament is being taped on Thursday and Friday. We will know the semifinalists, I believe. Uh, after two days, we will know who those are. the The tapings don't start airing until late August into September, so it'll be a while before we get to see any of it. Uh, but yeah, very interesting. Uh, they're taping NXT as we speak right now. Some uh, good have, names, too. I, uh, I thought Deanna Perrazzo, possibly. Uh, Trifecta, which I think is one of the better heel stables in wrestling. I think you're uh, going to get some surprises. I mean, there's going to be, uh, and there might be one or two that haven't even been mentioned yet. They're, you're going to get some uh, yeah. people. I'm, I'm go- Well, uh, it, you're going to get some people, but you're also, it's one of those things where I'm like, even though you're great on the indies, don't get your hopes up that they're going to make a run in this. Oh, tournament. right. I much, mean, much like the CWC. This is this is a tournament to find someone in the WWE mold that they, <laughs> meaning probably blonde and a, a con- <laughs> well, a contracted wrestler will win the tournament, much like TJP yes. did over Zack Sabre. Yes. A, a yes. contracted and, wrestler and, and will Kota win. Ibushi, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, it's. The first round isn't going to be anything too special. It never is. The first round of the CWC was awful. You had the one good match. You had the, uh, was Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa the first rounder? Ciampa Gargano, yes. Yeah. Yes, because that was the beginning of the heel turn. Or yeah, no, you're... that was the second second beat of the heel turn. Yeah, yeah, a heel turn that happened one year later, basically. Yeah, still. well, they held off on it because they didn't have any tag. People. I know, I know. <laughs> it it started early. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, but it'll be interesting. You know, don't go in with super hyped expectations. I think WWE's yes. actually done a really good job of trying not to make it, you know, out mm-hmm. to be this great, big, huge thing ever. And some people are actually uh, detracting from WWE for that. Like, why aren't we getting the hype for the Mae Young Classic as much as we did for the Cruiserweight Classic? I think they're trying to curtail expectations because it's not you know, the Cruiserweight Classic kind of didn't live up to the hype. You know, the first couple of weeks until you had the finals and the finals was really good. I don't think they want to make that part of the mistake again. They don't want to hype this up as, you know, uh, history in the making and the biggest thing ever for not just women's wrestling, but wrestling like they don't want to overhype it. So it is disappointing. You're not going to be able to see it for a month. They want people to watch it. So they yeah, want it also, to uh, go above expectations. And also, I don't think they want people necessarily doing what they did with the CWC to look up guys that they didn't know so that they can crap on them or to get overhyped by them. You know, oh, this guy is the biggest per- you know, they may change a few names in here. They may change the, well, they're changing know, the, every name. Well, oh, I mean, I mean, of the, not, of the, of the non-contract right, people, right, just, right. just to get, just to get away from their indie reputation so that if they say beat <laughs> Tessa Blanchard first round, which could possibly happen, because she's been on NXT TV before, then then people aren't going, oh, she's so great in Shimmer or or whatever. I think I think I think I'm fairly positive on two of the four finalists, and one's going to be either Daria or Macy Estrella. So I just that's that's yeah. What did you think about Glow episode two? I loved it. I absolutely loved this this episode. This episode 
it, it, it worked for me on, on a number of different levels. The story to me was great. Um, from a self-referential uh, point of view as a quote-unquote acting teacher, it was great. Um, how are we doing these reviews? Are we going over plot in any ways? Or, just talk or about just it, giving- man. Just say what you like. Say what you think. is Because uh, you're coming at it from a different perspective as I. I've seen the entire season. You okay. are going episode by episode. Okay, so, so I want so, you to talk about what you liked about this, uh, this episode and what you see for the future and why people should watch it or not watch it. So the, so the promoter, uh, Mark Marin, goes to try and recruit uh, Allison Bree's friend who came down to fight her because she was sleeping with uh, her husband. This was uh, this was the I, climax I to episode one. The yes. climax to episode one was uh, yeah you have Allison Bree and the uh, well yeah Debbie right the Debbie character, they were fighting. Alison Brie was sleeping with Des- Debbie's husband. She finds out they're in the ring, cat fighting and fighting and wrestling, grappling around in the middle of this ring. And, and Mark Marin is staring at this. Like I see money in this. This is what I want. This is what I want. So he has to recruit Debbie, who is a soap opera star on this mm-hmm. uh, show glow uh, soap opera star. I can get a famous person. This is the name for my show. He leaves the building where all these women are training to be wrestlers for this TV show. He leaves to go recruit Debbie and right. Ruth doesn't know what the hell's going to go on. Ruth doesn't even know if she's on the show being Ruth being, uh, Allison, Bree. Allison Bree's character. There you go. Yes. And Cherry is left to train them while he's gone. Uh, so that scene in the kitchen with Marin and, uh, and Debbie where she did the, just the response of, you're blowing, you're blowing smoke up my ass, aren't you? And he goes, yes, just matter of factly, yes, but I still want you. I mean that part. He was so perfectly slimy and desperate in, in that, and not, not even playing desperate, just being smarmy about, about getting her into being part. I absolutely loved that. And I, I loved when he got back the entire scene to impress her of side coaching uh, the Melrose, uh, Melanie Rosen character. Uh, Melrose is a famous street out here. Th- that's one of the things you'll, you guys who don't live in Cal- Southern California know is that a lot of famous characters are named after streets in LA just cause they try and think of names that way. So, so Melrose has overheard all this information from the producer and Cherry about a miscarriage from her, from Cherry's past. So she brings that to the ring and then Marin just goes up and goes, okay, now let's break this down as if it were real. And if it were a protagonist, and this is what acting coaches do. This is what I do in improv where someone comes up with some stupid premise and they're just playing it for laughs. And everybody's kind of like, all right, you're just going for cheap heat on a comedy stage. This is what I do. This is, this is okay. Let's get an emotion. Now verbalize it now. Do, yeah, and let's make it more real. How would we ground this at that popped me huge just because of my knowledge coming in from from being an improv teacher for so this many years and and the other thing that really really got me was allison Bree's absolute the the devastation that she's gonna be the bad guy yeah because she's trying so hard there are so many actors and i've gone through this myself where Look, a lot of the parts I go for, I don't know. Oh, I did this on Fightful. I talked about this. A lot of the parts I go out for, serial killers, creepy guys, child molesters. I've had a lot of those. I, I just have these because I have that look that everybody goes, oh, no, you're going to be the creepy weird guy that we either make fun of or turns out being a serial killer. So I get that quite a bit. When you And you can't take it personally. And and just the perfect line from Marilyn, the devil gets all the good lines. I'm like, yes, that's acting in a nutshell. You're acting stupid. Yes. Don't don't, don't it, take it personally. That's what I, I, I really liked on this show because here Ruth is as wanting to be this serious actor and she wants to get acting roles. And she knows, um, you know, the very first scene, I think it's the very first scene of season uh, of the episode one of the pilot episode is her in an audition reading for the male boss part on purpose, even though she was supposed to be, you know, reading for the secretary. She wants to be the powerful one. She wants to be the good guy. And that's what you have throughout this season 
uh, or at least the first half of the season that you'll see is she's kind of nervous about being the bad guy because she doesn't want to be hated. She doesn't want to be portrayed badly. You know who she is? She's she's Lisa Simpson. Right. Because it's well, it, it's an interesting dynamic because she's doing this TV show. But at the same time, it's mm-hmm. starting to be real to her. Like, right. Like she is the wrestler. She yeah. is. Uh, it, it's There's, not a character she's playing. She has to be continuously yeah, told she's playing a character, even though she's yeah. the serious actor. Well, not only that, she's being told she's playing a character while all her coworkers keep calling her homewrecker. So so it's so it's being driven in that, yes, she really is a bad person for doing this because she is really a bad person for doing that. But at the same time, she doesn't her image of herself is so high that she can't get over that. I, I, I loved her. I loved the Melanie Rosen character. She is so deliciously. Psych. What was sociopathic? Yeah, that's. Oh, my God. She is so Coming in with the limo, just taking her shoes, using every single piece of information that she had against Cherry. That that character, I I howled at this episode. I I did not expect to like this episode as much as I did, but I absolutely loved it. Yeah, if you weren't falling in love with the show in the first episode, the second episode, it gets you and it keeps going. They're, they go by quick. I mean, you're two episodes in. I mean, you do not expect them to end when they end. Have you noticed that yet? Um, they end about the time I think they will. Well, I, I, I guess it's a good thing that it ends before. I, I, I always there were some episodes here, and maybe it wasn't episode two. Maybe you'll and tell me if you ever get to that point where an episode ends and you're like, "Holy shit, was that it?" That would not shock me because Netflix shows do that with me. They do. They they, they, they do because the weird thing about network television is everything needs to be wrapped up in a tiny bow week after week for a lot of, I mean, you get the minor subplots that are forwarded, but overall everything is wrapped up neat. And the way that Netflix does their business in terms of binge watching, they don't need to wrap it up neat. They can do it on a, you know, they could just cut it mid sentence and go, you know, go on. No, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just take it week to week and I get expectations up per mm-hmm. se. Um, cause there's still, there's still a few clunky ish. Like the, the Brie character is a little bit too self-aware that she's in the past to me in terms of being this feminism, you know, kind of thing, even though that did exist back then, but it's a little bit too powerful for the time, I think at times, but, uh, no, I really like this show a lot. There's a lot of archetypes that I run into quite a bit here in Los Angeles. You can download the show at VoicesOfWrestling.com on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio now. If you are unaware, just search Shake Them Ropes on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Follow Jeff at CrapGame13. Follow myself at Shake Them Ropes. Only one poll this week. You can vote at our polls at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter. Jeff have you ever Googled which way should your fans blow? 88% say no. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.